Welcome to the first edition of the Thought Police of 2021. It's me, Mike Graham, and I'm here with Kevin O'Sullivan. Kevin, a very happy new year to you. Happy new year to you, Mike. I feel like launching things out. You remember that film, Four Weddings and a Funeral? Yeah. It began with Hugh Grant going, fuck, fuck, <laughs> fuck, fuck, <laughs> fuck. Well, that's how I feel right well, now. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, that's how you felt at the end of 2020 <laughs> yeah, yeah, as well. We might as well get the swearing I mean, going. to be honest, I mean, one of the greatest endings to any podcast, I think the last actual <laughs> podcast of the year, which was, fuck you, fucking Christmas, you bastard. Fuck you has for now Christmas. Gone down, has now gone down as one of the great sort of sign-offs of all time. Fuck you for you Christmas. But as, well, as now it it's fuck out, you for New Year. But as it turned out, um, Christmas is going to seem like a walk in the park uh, compared to what we can't do now, because actually despite the fact that uh, a lot of people took the very strange decision, in my view, um, to deliberately spend Christmas on their own um, because they thought that that was what they had to do. Um, You know, I had a very pleasant Christmas with my family, as I'm sure you did. Um, We got through New Year. With my wife and my dog. That's how I spent Christmas. I mean, to be honest, I don't need to spend Christmas with lots of people. I'm quite happy spending it with my, my family. But, you know, for other people who have families far and away who haven't seen their families all year, they thought they were going to get this respite of five days. Yeah. Which wasn't, as some in the media were pointing out, an opportunity to have some bacchanalian five-day orgy of drinking and sort of screwing. It wasn't going to be about that. It was supposed to be just so that you needed, if you needed to travel. Or some people have got divorced parents, so you have two different Christmases. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it would have been fine. But, of course, that all got blown out of the water by the so-called new variant that we've now got. Um, So here we are now, having been told that it was always going to be a rough January. Um, Boris Johnson last night gets up and decides that we're now in a full national lockdown, which if you're in tier four, which which 78% of the country was, I'm not sure it makes any difference, does it? I'll tell you what I'll give Boris some credit for. I was convinced that they would change the name of a full lockdown to tier five. Yes. Because they like to play these kind of mind games, Mm. or it's not as bad as the last time. So fair play to him for giving it to us straight and saying this is a full lockdown and it will go on well at least until the middle of February, probably longer. Mm. Uh, I mean, that said, uh, you know, we have to question whether or not this policy is going to work. I am sick to fucking death of people accusing people like you and me who voice uh, doubts about lockdowns, ask legitimate Mm. questions about them, of being accused of being uh, COVID deniers and endangering lives. Look, we've had nine months of fucking lockdowns, tears, fucking fire breaks, uh, circuit breakers, tier one, two, three, four, five. Travel bans. Yeah, travel bans. Uh, they've thrown the kitchen sink at this. I'm not, I'm not saying it's necessarily their fault, but these policies patently, palpably haven't worked. Look around you. We've got this terrible rising death, rising cases. Uh, NHS hospitals apparently on the point of being overwhelmed. We're in the shit. Yeah, we are. So how, in what way, can no one question the efficacy of lockdowns? Because they haven't fucking worked. Well, we've now got the spectacle of scientists who are on the side of lockdowns basically saying, look, we haven't got anything else in the, in the locker. This is all we can do. And, it's, and you kind of go, well, surely, hang on a minute, there's thousands of you scientists, SAGE have got hundreds of people working for them, they can't come up with anything other than shutting everything. Yeah. That's all they can do. Well, I was listening to your show this morning, uh, great guy, John Rental, intelligent, uh, lovely man, yeah. uh, not necessarily eye to us p- politically, but mm. he's a very sensible uh, chief political commentator yeah. of The Independent. And you were saying to him, well, these lockdowns haven't worked. Oh, wait a minute, they did yeah. in the summer. Yeah. Well, y- you know... But we'll the, never know the answer to but, that. But, but, but uh, you said quite rightly, well, they're not working in the fucking winter. You didn't no. say fucking because you were on the radio. Exactly but right. You know what I mean. 
think that was the, that was the gist of what you were saying. They're not working in the fucking winter. Yeah. Yeah. And I've come not, close a couple of times. They're, <laughs> they're not even. Uh, there's no evidence that they're even remotely slowing down the progress of no. the virus. And John's response was, "Well, you've got to do something." Now that reminds me of like standing outside a house that's on fire. Mm. Uh, and someone said, we've got to put this fire out. And I start jumping up and down, hopping on one leg and t- juggling you've tennis balls. And somebody says, well, that won't put the fire out. Well, yeah. you've got to do something. Well, this is it. I it's mean, ridiculous. I've had, I've had a similar conversation with a couple of people on social media recently where um, there was that uh, video, I don't know if you saw it at the weekend, of a, uh, this little strange, obviously manic-looking bloke. I presumed it was somewhere in London, going around hugging people, and the police eventually arrested him. Now, the guy was being a total prick, yeah, yeah, so yeah, he probably yeah. should have been arrested because yeah. he wasn't just going up to people and hugging them. He was being deliberately provocative yeah. and shouting at the cops, yeah. and he obviously, I think, wanted to get arrested, and he was a stunt. <laughs> so, you know, people like that I don't have any time for, yeah. but people were kind of having these ridiculous rows about it on Twitter, as, as is his there won't right people who were defending his right to do it saying oh what's this country come to you're getting arrested now for hugging people well no he didn't just go up and hug somebody he was going up and sort of manically hugging anyone that was in close proximity to him right and the police warned him a couple of times and then they walked over to him and said look we're going to arrest you because you're um, creating some kind of breach of the peace doesn't really matter the point is is that people were saying but what if he had covid and i said well that's the that's the argument that i'm against because people are now forming science and forming government policy on what if what for if, example yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what if all the hospitals get filled up yeah. with people what if all the people in london every single one of them catches covid and dies yeah. we'll have to stop it happening yeah. well you can't stop something happening that hasn't happened yet yeah, yeah. can you yeah i That's... mean you can limit the possibility of something happening for example you could say, I will never die in a plane crash by never getting on a plane. Exactly. But that's not the way forward, is it? Exactly. And, you know, how these uh, measures that the government have been handing down to us have been getting stricter and stricter mm. and stricter. Uh, and people go, oh, well, uh, they're not strict enough. How strict are they going to have to be? How strict are they going to have to get before people say, oh, wait a minute, maybe yeah. they don't fucking work in right. the first place? Well, also, as long as you keep shops open, right, in order to buy food, which is supposed essential people are going to mix so the idea that you're stopping people from mixing which was another thing rental was going on about but you're not stopping people from mixing because people are getting on trains people are going to work people are uh, having to go to work in supermarkets because that's their job you can't do that from home you know postmen are out and about people are driving lorries people are driving taxis you know there is an amount of mixing and unless you shut everything down and say to people you can't go out shopping if you need shopping you're going to have to order it from the central you know communist board um, who are going to deliver you your two eggs and some cornflakes and some milk every day you know you're fucked basically and uh, a lot of this policy is oh he's still playing football as well so that's fine of course yeah and uh, fox hunting's okay or drag drag hunting does anyone believe drag hunting actually happens well I know about that stuff I, I know that. you're, you're uh, well, well into I'm not, that. I'm not, I, I hate fox hunting. I hate the very thought No, you're of it. not a hunt sab, though. Are you? Uh, no, I'm not a not saboteur, quite. but I used to live up in, I used to have a house up in Suffolk and I used to see all the fox hunters. Uh, and when they banned fox hunting, uh, they, uh, they brought in drag hunting, mm. which is where you put the scent of a right. fox on a load of rags and you tra- tra- trail it through the woods. Yeah, and all only that. while people are looking. And what they that. actually do is, uh, what that law does allow for the hunt to veer off. Mm. if they catch the scent of a real real fox. fox, So it's an easily breakable law. Which, of course, they they, do. That's what they do. Anyway, you're allowed to fox hunt, apparently, Mm. uh, in these uh, strange times. But I find that a very odd thing, you know. When I lived in Wiltshire um, for a part of my life, uh, 
and the hunt would, uh, in various villages around Devizes where I lived, the hunts would gather on a Sunday and you'd see them. And I'd sometimes get stuck behind them in the car, you know, I was taking yeah. kids somewhere. Yeah. And I'm, you know, by no means anti-country or anti-toff or anything like that. Yeah. But I used to think, who the fuck do you people think you are? You get out of the fucking yeah, road. I used to fucking honk them and yeah, they get, get very out. upset. <laughs> get out of the fucking way. Yeah. You know, this is the 20th century, you man. red jacketed yeah, I know. twat. But they look like absolute fuck assholes. Off, you know, it's the worst thing stupid horses. I can ever imagine anyone yeah. wanting yeah. to do. And of course, they're, they're also terribly low life now anyway. They're mostly mm. kind of car dealers. Jumped up fucking, yeah, trying to yeah. Trying to attain some sort of class status. Even though they're council estate yobs, you know, made a few quid on the car market. Yeah, right. You're master of hunt now. Yeah, so uh, yeah, so we're not really allowed to do anything. So I just would like to do a shout out to the people. At least, folks, confront the vague possibility that lockdowns might not work. Mm. Uh, don't keep saying, oh, well, they've got to be stricter. Oh, well, it's the rule breakers. It's not the bloody rule breakers for a kickoff uh, because the number of people who break the rules at any given time it's minimal. is infinitesimal. Also, but as, I've infinitesimal. Said, as I've said continually, the number of people who are out and about having raves, having street parties, you know, going to the beach in mass yeah, numbers, yeah, yeah. walking around in the park in mass numbers in the summer yeah. didn't have any effect at all, right? Uh, yeah. Absolutely no fucking effect. Yeah. So it's bollocks to say that people doing things Those outside, Black Lives Matter breaking demo, the rules. Yeah, They might I have mean, been a waste Christ of time, but they didn't spread the fucking they virus. They did not spread the virus. Nothing that happened in the summer spread the virus. So what does that tell you? Maybe the virus disappeared for the summer. Fine. Did it come back in the winter? Yes. Yeah, big here time. it is. And, you know, the new variant, strangely enough, um, is now apparently hitting all the targets that they said the old variant would. And so now they've got a new variant that's hitting the right targets. It's unbelievable. They're testing more people and finding more people with it. More people than ever are getting uh, tested and finding themselves positive without anything wrong with them. You know, <laughs> and yet here we still are having the same conversation that we've been having now probably for about five, six weeks. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, we are going round and round in a vicious circle. Now, uh, we've got this uh, two-month, three-month, four-month total lockdown coming up. Uh, what worries me is uh, a lot of scientists think that it will probably go on till June. Uh, I think now, they by, want it to. Well, by then, you know? it'll be in the fucking summer, won't it? And the virus will go to yeah. sleep again and they'll go, we did it. We did it. it no, you didn't. I know. No, you, there is no, this is what I'm calling for. I'm not against lockdowns. Mm. I'm not against the principle of lockdowns. I just want a scintilla of fucking evidence that they fucking well work. Well, if you because were told, Because there for isn't example, one. If you were told, is that a knocking sound I can hear? By yeah, way? there is somebody uh, banging the wall. We're to get somebody to stop banging around about down here. But here's the thing. You know, if somebody said to you, look, we're going to lock you down for two weeks, you literally can't go out of the house, okay? Uh Stock up with whatever you need to stock up with, stay indoors, and by the end of the two weeks, the virus will be gone and everything returns to normal. Well, we'd all go along with that. You'd all go, absolutely no problem, absolutely (laughs) fine. But what we do know is that we've had the four weeks in uh, November, we came out of that, people who had gone into the lockdown in Tier 1 came out of it in Tier 3, and we're going, how the fuck does that work? How come more people are now infected? after you've not done anything for four weeks. Well, it doesn't like, make any sense. So our friend Neil Ferguson, oh, bon- yeah. the bonking boffin from Imperial Professor College. Pantsdown. Professor Pantsdown, who's always wrong. Yeah. He, build, <laughs> he builds models that are wrong. Yes. Uh, he says that when uh, he was considering advising Boris to... Uh, 
uh, instigate a Was this in between the first and the second time he shagged that German woman? Yeah, I think it was during, during. A, during a shag. Okay. He was thinking about it, I think. I hope he's better uh, at sex Anyway, he said that he was encouraged by Wuhan's total lockdown. Yeah, yeah. He thought, well, the British people will not accept a Chinese-style total lockdown. Then uh, Italy exploded, mm. and he had all the people in the yeah. corridors in the hospital. And Italy did do a total lockdown. Uh, and he said at that point, he lis- his, his exact quote was, at that point I realised we could get away, we could get away with, with a total lockdown. I, in saw this a guy, um, I saw a guy on uh, TV the other day, I think it was Sky, and he was quoting Vietnam. As a great yeah, success. Yeah. And he said similarly, but of course we couldn't do what they did in Vietnam because people here yeah. are not used to obeying the rules. Well, well, see, people are saying, people keep saying we need a total Chinese style uh, lockdown. In other words, you're literally not allowed out of your house right. at all. Uh, you know, you can't go to work, you can't do anything uh, because they did that in China and it worked. Hey, hey, folks, China are fucking liars. They mm. are liars. Of course they are. You know, so it, it's unlikely that it worked. My theory on China, for what it's worth, is that they had coronavirus a lot longer before mm. they told the world, yeah. before the world realized. Well, they didn't really tell and the, the world, reason ever, they, did they? The reason they came to an end of it is they've been going through this now for about two years. Yeah. Uh, and everybody's probably had it that's going to get it. Yeah, exactly right. And I think, they, and they I got think herd immunity. And in the end, that's how it all so fades away. Th- yeah, but, but the, you know, it, they're saying, oh, well, it worked in China. China, no, life is back to normal. Well, two things. A, I suspect they've had it for two years. They're at the end of the cycle. They've got herd immunity naturally, as you always will do in the end with the virus. Or B, they're just fucking lying. Yeah, or, or C, back your... to normal in China is not the kind of life I want to fucking yeah, well, live. Exactly. Because you know what that's, what that's like. You know, when yeah. you make a phone call to somebody, you go, yeah, you hear that bloody... Lee John Ping or whatever his yeah. fucking name is. He's a bit of a he's a bit of a cunt. Yeah, and yeah. the next thing you know, being dragged out and beaten to death by the fucking secret police. Jiang you know, Ping, Jiang you know, Ping. That is not the way I would like to live my life. Thanks well, very much exactly. Indeed. So so basing what you can do to the British population is on what they successfully did to the Chinese population. They got is firing it's a, it's a there. fantasy. You know, we don't know what they did to their population. We don't know how long they've had this. We don't know anything about China except for one thing. They fucking lie through their fucking yeah. teeth. I'll tell you what I also know is that a friend of mine has a friend who's in China and she went back to China having been in Europe and had to quarantine. And here's how they quarantine you there. Mm. They put a camera on your front door, right? And if you come out of the front door, they arrest you. It's that simple. <coughs> and you are simply not allowed to leave the place. I think in that case it was for two weeks, right? Now, of course, we don't do that. And maybe uh, there are those in this country who would like to see us doing that. But we're not that sort of country. I was amazed the other day. I think it was last night, actually, old, uh, after Boris made his speech. And old Sakir Starmerer uh, was up uh, talking to Sky. Lock him uh, down. Lock him down, down more. Do you know what the bloody presenter said to him? The presenter actually said to him, don't you think we should have more police roadblocks? Don't you think we should be stopping more people in the street? Because lots of people are going out when they don't need to. He actually said... Loads of people are going out to get takeaways, I mean, right? Which we are actually allowed to do. But he's like, no, they shouldn't be allowed to do that. Well, shouldn't we have more police? Shouldn't one, we have more police on the on the train stations to stop people travelling? Yeah. And I'm thinking, what is wrong with you, you fucking moron? I went. Funnily enough, you asked talk about takeaway. I did go down and get a curry uh, last night because uh, Boris was was just coming up on the telly. Yeah. So it was about seven o'clock last night. Did you go to that nice place down the spot where Hampstead Heath? Paradise. Yeah. yeah. And, and a nice guy who runs the Paradise. Uh, said, you said he was pretty upset last time. Well, he he he's very upset. But he said to me last night, it's him and one guy. Said, in there hmm. uh, and we had a beer together and he said oh I'm here in a room and they're going to stop takeaways 
I said, well, all I can tell you is that usually you get these wild rumours just yeah, before yeah. an announcement. I don't think they'll go that far, but I can't go. He said, yeah. if they do that, I'll have to, that's it. Yeah. That's it. You just uh, have to show and this shop. is a very, very successful yeah. restaurant. And you can't be making much money out of the takeaway business anyway. Well, well I think, they I think in, the, in the Indian places uh, uh, and Chinese, they actually do do significant business through takeaways. Yeah. Uh, so it's his lifeline. Right. Uh, thank God they didn't stop. If they're, if they're on Just Eat, I suppose they might do even better. But um, but some of them are obviously independents. But here's the other thing, though. Um, I think they've now, did they not last night outlaw takeaway drink? Yeah, you so can't that, get booze there. So right? that, for example, in Borough Market, for example, yeah. recently, um, we were, you were able to go over there and moolie around um, doing a bit of food shopping, but you could also have a drink. Mm. So a lot of the bars were actually yeah. open for takeaway yeah. booze. Yeah. So they've now banned that. It's almost like they've got this kind of hatred of alcohol. I'll tell you what I'm worried about. You know? uh, yeah, exactly. It's part of the sort of illiberal av avalanche that seems to be engulfing us. Mm. And uh, you know, I'm worried about uh, you know, the, this debate. Surely we can have a debate. Uh, two sides of the argument. There are those who mysteriously think that uh, lockdowns do work and mm. they want them even tougher. I'm prepared, I w as you indicated earlier, if... If if they if you could prove to me there was evidence that they work, then yeah. by all means lock us down tougher. Mm. Let's do a month of it and yeah. get through this shit. Right. I mean, and by the way, let, let's let's uh, you know, and I say that as Boris would say, with a heavy heart. Yes, I hate lockdowns. He keeps making speeches he doesn't want to make. Well, it's like I said last week. I said uh, there are so many heavy hearts in that cabinet room. They're going to have to strengthen the floor, <laughs> reinforce the floor of the cabinet room because yeah. the weight of the hearts up there is is, is get, becoming too Unbelievable. much. Unbelievable. But. Uh, you know, you don't seem to be able to uh, sort of put forward an alternative view anymore. You, you know, like, like maybe lockdowns don't work. Maybe we really yeah, yeah. should demand. No, you must want all people to die. You yeah. must be a COVID denier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know? it, it is not to be a. You know, people keep saying because I say, well, I'm not sure lockdowns work, and I'm not saying it as an absolute fact. I'm not a fucking. Just scientist. questioning it. I'm just saying. So far, after nine months of lockdowns, tears, fibrics, and circuit breakers. Fuck all has succeeded. Right. Look at us now. Mm. We're in a fucking mess. I've got a right to question whether or not they are effective. Of course you have. Uh, and for that, oh, you're a COVID denier. Yeah. As I always say, pretty fucking hard to deny you're a COVID, to be a COVID denier if you fucking had COVID, right. like which, me. Which you have and yeah. which you've admitted to and which you've told people about. Yeah. But this uh, message comes to you on the day uh, that YouTube banned talk radio uh, yeah. from actually broadcasting on their network. Now, we're uh, in the process of trying to figure that out, work it out, try and um, you know, get some lifting of that ban. Mm. Uh, but they claim, effectively, um, that we have in some way been encouraging um, behaviour which is dangerous. Or certainly some people have suggested that. And, you know, well, they're just saying that we violated the well, community guidelines. Yeah, but we haven't actually. And there's nothing in anything that we've said or anything that they've broadcast on our behalf which suggests that. However, there are people who are out there who have since been commentating on social media. Oh, well, yeah, this is a good thing because basically these are the people that spread propaganda. Nobody's mm. spreading anything, right? Yeah. Opinion in this country is very much split down the middle on an awful lot of things, mm. including leaving the European Union, including uh, COVID. This whole big business about COVID denial, right? Do you know when you first heard that phrase? Climate denial. Yeah. When you were supposedly some horrible right-wing massive uh, denier of science who says that there's no evidence actually that the Earth is in any way um, doing anything other than it should normally do because it's a, a, a living planet which changes from time to time. Well, it's these motherfuckers who used to hate us because 
uh, we supported Brexit. Yes. Uh, so we had that. Funnily enough, it's like almost the same that, people. Exactly right. We are now COVID deniers. I'm not a COVID denier. I fucking had COVID. I'm just saying that I have doubts and scepticism about the way the government is handling mm. the spread of this virus because it's not fucking working. Yeah. Why on earth does that make me a COVID denier? It doesn't. But this is the trouble, the language that people use. I've noticed it in the cycling debate lately as well, mm. that some of these you know, extremist cyclists that we all end up having a row with from mm. time to time are saying things like this. Well, here's the problem with talk radio, and here's the problem with people like Mike Graham. People he like, encourages yeah. uh, actively behaviour that harms cyclists, right? i.e. because of the fact that I rail off about cyclists and how dangerous some of them are because they go through red lights and they don't seem to think that they have to cycle in cycle yeah, lanes even if yeah, they've been yeah, built yeah. for them specially, right? Apparently this makes it uh, possible for people to be less tolerant with cyclists and therefore cyclists are harmed because of what I say. Absolute and utter bollocks, right? But they're starting to use these arguments now as if, for example, if you are questioning lockdown, that you're somehow giving permission to, to people to, to, to break the rules, which you're not doing. It is the new... Uh, yeah, and by it's the like way, sort of Puritanism. On, talk radio, on talk radio, we go out of our way to say uh, that you should obey the rules mm. uh, because uh, it is a responsible station and we do We're also governed, the by the way, by Ofcom, yeah, yeah. which has not banned us. Yeah, so yeah. how YouTube can do it is uh, beyond me. Yeah, uh, I never, never that once suggests they've got a bloody yeah, agenda. Never once has anyone on talk radio, any presenter, uh, encouraged the listeners to break the rules. In fact, quite the reverse. Yeah, exactly. We all say you better obey the rules. Uh, and uh, never once has anyone on uh, talk radio denied the existence of COVID. No. And when you say, as uh, some of these pricks on Twitter say, you are a COVID denier. I said, I'm not a COVID yeah. denier. I fucking had it, for right. Christ's sake. Uh, uh, they go, come on, admit it. I said, no, 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 yeah, I'm yeah. not a COVID denier. I accept that we have a very bad crisis, a national crisis, mm. possibly caused by the reaction to the COVID rather than well, actually Well, also, COVID. let's face it, caused by China, yeah, yeah, who managed yeah. to somehow uh, ex export this yeah, horrible yeah. fucking virus to the rest of the world. Yeah. So we accept that, of course, there is COVID. Of course, there's a crisis. We are merely asking legitimate questions about how to deal with the fucking thing. Mm. And uh, th for this, no. That makes you a COVID mm. denier. Yeah. So they've they've uh, 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 they've invented a, a whole new panto villain yeah. class, and that's people who say I'm not sure about right. lockdown. But if you, remember, if you are sure about lockdown, let's remember you're a these fucking the, moron. Let's remember these are the same people who believe the experts, and they take the piss out of people who they think are too stupid to understand what experts know. And what they don't realise, of course, is that there are many experts in the world, many of whom are no fucking use at it, yeah. including our good friend, Professor Pantsdown, who, as you say, is always everything wrong. wrong. Always he gets wrong. everything wrong, right? You know. In the same way that we used to get these trade negotiators talking on the radio about how terrible it was going to be if Brexit happened. All of these people who were predicting that, oh, a no deal would be a disaster. And then when there wasn't a no deal and there was actually a deal... They didn't know what to say. They've all been completely flummoxed by this deal that Boris suddenly launched upon the world uh, just before Christmas because they're all now going, oh, we didn't expect that. Yeah. Uh, we don't know what to do. But what we will do is we'll say it's going to get a lot worse. Of course, it's going to be bad. It's going to be awful. But now it's like the boy that cried wolf. Nobody's fucking listening to I them. I know, I know. It's pathetic. I, and also it Lord talk... fucking Adonis, right? <laughs> Let's rejoin the European Union. The, re the campaign to rejoin has begun. Mate, just go and put yourself in a padded cell. Yeah, exactly. These people have been driven insane by their epic <laughs> failure to stop Brexit. They cannot believe it, but it's happened. By the way, I'll tell you who's gone for 
very quiet, although yeah. I can't always tell because he's blocked me on Twitter, is old Jolian Moore on the Fox Killer. Oh, you know, he he's gone completely. He didn't put, any, uh, didn't put anything out on Boxing Day this year, did he? Uh, no, no, no. Uh, Fox, good day for the Foxes. <laughs> Foxing Day, as yes. he now calls it. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, to go back to the thing about experts, right? So I began my show, I studied very in college yesterday, one until four. But I, I began the show. Right, with one guy, uh, uh, a professor and a pathologist who came on, and he was very anti-lockdown. Mm. Then I had uh, a guy from, I think, Imperial College, yeah. uh, who was pro-lockdown. Right. Both experts yes. in the medical field, yeah. proving you have one expert saying one thing yeah. and t- another expert saying the polar opposite. I have nothing against that. Uh, that's fine. That's mm. how you do balanced radio. But it proves you cannot just say, I trust the experts. There's two experts for you, mm. two different opinions. Which fucker do I believe? Yeah, exactly. It's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. And it proves that there is no one size fits all uh, cure. No. There's no such thing as the science. No, and there that's really what's isn't. so frustrating. And about also, and I think we should say this as well, just to be fair to the government. Um, not that we generally speaking uh, go down that road very often, but it is an incredibly difficult virus to deal with because it is so unusually kind of um, unreliable in the way that it affects people. <laughs> you know, you've had it, right? Yeah. You said that you didn't feel particularly didn't feel terrible, bad, uh, but your wife had it and felt much she was worse. Terrible, right? flawed in My bed, daughter's yeah. had it. She felt pretty awful for about four or five days. And even now, some three weeks later, she says she's still kind of suffering from what she, not really shortness of breath, but she can't run. She loves to run. Mm. And, and she tried running like the first day she was clear yeah. of it. And she said her lungs just started really hurting. And so she's, there is that kind of long-term for some people, that's, that's effect, the, effect for some people. That is Other a real people, pain in the arse. I mean, about. I know um, Julie Hartley Brewer had it. Um, she said she had a cough for, for months and, you know, she wasn't able to come into the office for months and yeah. she wasn't. And I think the last time we spoke about it, which was probably a couple of months ago, she still hadn't fully got her sense of taste and smell back. Yeah. And, you know, so it affects so many people. Other people get it and they have nothing at all. Yeah. Right. And it's and it's so it's you very never difficult. Know. That's the, that's so it's very difficult to say, right, this yeah. is how we're going to treat it. It is the problem that it affects all people yeah. in different ways. Uh, so, yeah, for me. It wasn't much more than flu-like symptoms and a bit of... I did have a dry cough for about three weeks. Yeah. It wasn't in any way um, uh, sort of de- debilitating. No. Uh, but yeah, yeah. But for some people, it's sort of life-changing and life-ending. Of yeah. Course. So well, it is a bad thing. There's no question that it's a bad thing. And we say this all the time. But my worry is, Kevin, that we will get to mid-February and we'll still be in the same place. Well, the government and, and, and this so-called um, spreading virus will be spreading because they're still using modelling. They haven't changed the way that their predictions know, are working. We'll still be predicting that the NHS will be overrun. We'll still be predicting that there's going to be more and more bloody uh, infections. We'll still be predicting there's going to be more and more deaths. And it will still be pretty much where we are now. But it's also, it's clear, and this is what worries me, that the government has now abandoned all semblance of worrying about the economy, Mm. worrying about putting millions of people out of work, worrying about thousands and thousands of businesses closing, worrying about uh, the social uh, effects, worrying about the mental health issues, Mm. the soaring suicide rights, closing the schools. They've abandoned all semblance of caring Mm. about that. It's all COVID, COVID, COVID. Mm. Uh, It's out of proportion, uh, but as you say, uh, the one good thing, I guess, is, is the vaccine, the two vaccine yeah. programs. Uh, so uh, I'm afraid we have to pin our, helps, uh, our hopes well, on that working. And I'm not even sure if it necessarily matters how much it works, but it matters how much it affects government policy. Because if, I mean, I've said this the other day, 
Um, if we can get all the teachers vaccinated, for example, so that they can't be told by their unions it's dangerous to go to work, right? <laughs> then suddenly the schools can all open. And so it actually, whether or not it works is less important than whether or not the government then allows something else to happen. Yeah, yeah. and what is, what, I mean? what is fucking clear is that schools are a problem. Well, they I are. Mean, you know, but they... the point is, is they will always be a problem yeah. until such time as herd immunity. We had Dr. Lawrence Gurlis on, you probably heard him on yeah. Monday. Yeah. And he alone, uh, and I think other people will start saying this, said, look, just hold your hands up and admit that we've lost. Yeah. We can't stop it spreading. Yeah. That's what it does. Yeah. Right? It's a bit like trying to stop the sun yeah. from rising or the sun from fucking it's setting. Canute-like. Oh, I'm going to stop the dark. It's King Canute. Yeah. Like. I'm going to put a load of lights on yeah. and it won't get dark. Boris is King Canute. Guess what? He's, he's it sit- still gets dark. Yeah. He, Boris is King Canute. He's sitting there on the beach mm. saying, don't come in, Tide. Uh, that what the what a virus is is a force of nature. Yeah. It is arrogant for the human race, and to it consider. also changes we, we, its form. Yeah. When it recognizes well, it's that a force, something it's else a is force going of on. nature. It's arrogant for us mere humans to uh, presume that we can beat it. It's mm. like b- building a brick wall to stop a, a flow of lava yeah. after a volcano. Yeah. Uh, well, do you know what it I learned won't about? Fucking work. What I learned about very many years ago, again when I was living in Wiltshire. Um, because my house got flooded about three times um, over the course of a couple of months. And um, it was something that you couldn't stop. And we got all sorts of um, architects in. We turned around the conservatory. We put it around the other way. We were able to do some things to ameliorate what would happen if the flooded water came up again. But this guy who was an expert in, in sort of dealing with water, he said, you know what? You can't move water yeah whatever you do with it it will go somewhere basically this house is in the wrong place yeah basically the house is in the wrong place the farmer who lived behind us um and we didn't know at the time we bought the house it was called the well house right uh, which might have been a clue but I did, what I didn't know is it was the lowest point what of you the, didn't know it was in the it well was the lowest, it was the lowest point of the village right and when we moved in there was a field behind us uh, which was like a sort of fallow field so it had high it had horses in it lots of hay and stuff like that yeah. the fucking farmer one year decided to plough it so it was literally like a cement pan so when the rain came it just ran all the way off the field into the fucking house and we were like I mean it is funny now I, yeah but I mean, it's not funny it when wasn't you're funny at the time it. But yeah, it's a f- but you're talking but the point about is you can't. The point is the water will go somewhere, uh, right? You can reroute exactly. it and you can make it flood your neighbour's house, but mm. you wouldn't be very popular. But basically, that is the same deal. You can't stop the virus mm. spreading, mm. right? I, I'm sure that the uh, vi- the vaccine will help, uh, but in the end, what's going to happen with this? Uh, we'll reach the point where uh, enough people have had it, yeah. enough people have had the vaccine, so we've got herd immunity, and the government will turn around and say, we did it. And those of us who are a bit suspicious of all this will go, yeah, it's the fucking summer. Yeah, and then they'll say, now we're going to put your taxes up to 60% of your income because we've got to pay for it all. Yeah, and that furlough scheme's ending at the uh, end of April, isn't it? And uh, they say as many as 6 million people will then be out of work. Well, I mean, what a fucking thing to think of just mm. as we come towards the end of this podcast depressing for a weird thought there are now people out there that by the end of this furlough scheme they'll have been on 80% of their salaries for over a year yeah. 13 months uh, and never once went to work no. did a stroke of work no. the government paid them Incredible. we can't fucking go on like this it's no this. wonder they fucking want it to carry on well I'll tell you what then since we are coming to the end of the first uh, podcast of the year why don't we try and end on a positive note there must be something that you could tell me that's good 
about 2021. Yeah, I've got a go already, on. already. My, on. my team, Fulham, Fulham yep. two games in a row, we yep. haven't lost a single point. Blimey. Because the games have been called off because everyone <laughs> at Fulham have got COVID. It's so true. We've had two games called What's off. What's going on with football, by the way? Because, yeah, well, that's got us. You know, not I, only do the footballers seem to not understand that they can't have any parties, yeah. right? They keep having them. Um, <laughs> apparently, um, Manchester City had a player uh, on the roster who I'm not sure if he didn't play or not, but he was on the bench yeah. who supposedly had COVID, didn't he? Or was that a party with people? Uh, I think COVID? so. I mean, the thing, the thing is, you know, like, like with Fulham, Fulham is it seems now, also he's been we're now COVID United. That's <laughs> our team. And so we haven't lost, dropped any points for two yeah. games. So that's my positive. Yeah, we haven't though. won any games, but we've affected. We haven't loads played of any. I mean, that, yeah. that is a nuance that yeah, yeah. you could bring on board if you like. Well, what, what can we say that's positive? Well, you know. Uh, I hate to do a rah, 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 but fuck's sake, let's hope the vaccine fucking works yeah. and uh, we start to at least see some light at the end of the tunnel because I just fear that Boris has now become lo- the king of lockdown. Mm. You know, old King Canute. Yeah, yeah. King, well, here's king, what I'm hoping king for Canute. as well. Here's what I'm hoping for is that somebody somewhere in the world yeah. comes up with something other than what they did in New Zealand other than what they did in Australia, because yeah. I'm sick to death of hearing about what they yeah. fucking did down there, yeah. because they're not what we yeah, did. Right? Exactly. But what I'd like to see is one uh, of the countries around the world uh, who just change their policy yeah. and work out that there's a new way yeah. out, because I don't think it's going to be That's us. What we we might to. be the cleverest people in the Western world because we've come up with the first ever vaccine. However, what we haven't been very good at is finding a way out of it. And let's hope somebody does. And then we yeah. can just do what they did. Yeah, yeah. And I'd just like to finish on the fact that uh, to remind the uh, listeners that uh, Boris is in many ways King Canute, and I may not have pronounced that correctly. <laughs> yeah, or indeed spelt it right. It <laughs> certainly starts with a C and ends with a <laughs> ends T. Ends T. <laughs> boom, boom. Uh, we'll see you next week with Thought Police. I find that a very odd thing, you know, when I lived in Wiltshire. Um, for a part of my life uh, and the hunt would uh, in various villages around Devizes where I live the hunts would gather on a Sunday you'd see them and I'd sometimes get stuck behind them in the car you know I was taking yeah. the kids somewhere yeah. and I'm you know by no means anti-country or anti-toff or anything like that yeah. but I used to think who the fuck do you people think you are you get out of the fucking road I used to fucking honk them and they get, get very out. upset <laughs> get out of the fucking way yeah. you know this is the 20th century you red jacketed yeah, I know. twat but they look like absolute Fuck assholes off, you, you know it's the worst thing stupid I can ever imagine yeah. anyone wanting yeah. to do and of course they're, they're also terribly low life now anyway they're mostly mm. kind of car dealers Jumped up, fucking. You're trying to yeah. trying to attain some sort of class status, right. yeah. even though they're council estate yobs. <laughs> you know, made a few quid on the car market. Yeah, right. But, uh, yeah, master of the hunt now. Yeah. The government has now abandoned all semblance of worrying about the economy, mm. worrying about yeah. putting millions of people out of work, worrying about thousands and thousands of businesses closing, worrying about uh, the social uh, effects, worrying about the mental health issues, Mm. the soaring suicide rates, closing the schools. They've abandoned all semblance of caring Mm. about that. It's all COVID, COVID, COVID. Mm. Uh, It's out of proportion, uh, but as you say, uh, the one good thing, I guess, is the vaccine, the two vaccine programs. Uh, So, uh, I'm afraid we have to pin our, helps, uh, our hopes well, on that work. Fuck! Fuck! <laughs> fuck! 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 Well, that's how I feel right well, now. 